Welcome from the racing capital of the world, Speedway, Indiana. My name is Nick Sturgeon, your host. And I just want to say I apologize for the absence over the last couple of weeks since the last episode. I had intended on getting another episode out to kind of wrap up 2019. Well, some good news happened. And, well, in December, I was offered a adjunct teaching position at a university here in Indiana doing remote online distance learning teaching on some cyber-related classes. And so I spent the last part of December and the first part of January working on getting stuff ready for this semester. It was a pretty quick turnaround. Didn't have a lot of time to really prep. So I had to make use of the time that I had. So that meant some things had to be pushed aside. And one of those things, well, I say unfortunately, but was this podcast. This podcast had to take a little bit of a back burner role, but I'm back. Happy New Year, even though we're 18 days into 2020, but I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season, got to spend time with friends and family and all of your loved ones. I hope this year has started off well for everybody. It's been extremely busy, as I indicated, with work, adding on some additional responsibilities. Also have a conference that I'm going to be speaking at a week from today. So really looking forward to that. Um, Just really wanted to take some time this morning, maybe not do a full even 30 minute podcast, but I I did feel is actually after having a conversation yesterday with a gentleman who turns out has a podcast and kind of listening to what they do kind of on off weeks of doing kind of a quote unquote full episode one week and the next week would would be just a little snippet, you know, seven, 15 minute type of deal. And I thought I would do something similar to kind of kick off 2020 with this podcast. We are not going anywhere. I am hoping and I have many things that I want to get done as it relates to this podcast. I've been talking with the folks at Cybertech about continuing our kind of spot or well partnership with the Cybertech Midwest conference. So I'm really looking for some exciting stuff to come out from those conversations. I have a myriad of people that I still want to bring on as far as guests. One of those being Lindsay Marie. Need to get her back on. I've got uh, my friend Eric Wassner that I want to bring on. And there's a few other folks, too, that I, I want to have a chat with. Call them an interview, but really just a conversation with and bring them on the, the podcast. I know they, when I've talked to them offline... They're very interested in coming on and again, talking either cyber or politics or whatever we decide to really get into. Now, that also 
one of the things that I have been thinking about here recently is renaming the podcast. And I thought I may have mentioned this to you all, even at the beginning of this almost two years ago. I'm not that creative when it comes to marketing or branding or anything like that. That is just something not in me. And I'm completely fine with that. And the cyber dot now just kind of stuck. I needed a name. I've never really been a hundred percent. So yeah, that's cool. Let's keep it. And I've been thinking about kind of changing things up, rebranding a little bit, still keeping on with the the focus of cyber awareness and education and, and informing you all on what's going on when it comes to cybersecurity and not get so far in the weeds of bits and bytes like I am in the the class that I'm teaching this semester. So just wanted to take a little bit of time to to talk about that. Also books over beer still continuing with that. I know that also kind of played into the the busyness schedule at the end of last year. We were trying to get in to a couple of different books that were seasonal, meaning more Christmas y or in the case of the Star Wars book that we covered, The Legends of Luke Skywalker, wanted to time that with the release of The Rise of Skywalker. So, again, there's only so many hours in the day, and unfortunately, some things have to get pushed aside. But, again, we're not going anywhere, really, still heart and soul into this podcast and whatever that name may end up being, we may end up keeping it cyber.now. I don't know. We'll have to see how things go over the next couple weeks. I'm also, as far as the sponsorship goes, we are without a sponsor right now, and that's okay. And I appreciate our previous sponsors uh, for their support. But in, in the meantime, you know, it's still 100% being uh, financially supported by my income. <laughs> so uh, with a family, you know, there's only so much we can do and so much disposable income, but this has been something that I want to continue to do. And I appreciate my wife for indulging this endeavor over the last couple of years as, as you know, coming in April will be the two year mark. But getting into a little bit of cyber news here, if you've been living in a cave, then you probably did not hear about the U.S. killing an Iranian general in Iraq a couple weeks ago. This has caused a flurry of uh, just a whole flurry and range of news stories by the media. One of those being a potential Iranian cyber response. And there's just been a lot of stuff in there. Some of it, a little bit of hype or just, oh, how, how should I put it? Just things that are meant to scare people, especially if it's uh, these news stories are coming from some of the mainstream media that frankly does not like Trump. 
And again, as you know, I'm not a big fan of Trump myself, even though oftentimes I do find myself defending him against some of those in the the liberal, the left-leaning side of the political spectrum. But there's a lot of stuff out in the media about Iran's capabilities. And I want to make it perfectly clear, they have a really strong offensive cyber capability. I am not downplaying that at all. But it one of the things as I was getting ready for the show today is in the next few episodes that I do is really going to be parsing through what's hype, what's just there to scare people, and what's actually true. Now, I have not publicly seen, let me say that again, I have not publicly seen any specific threats or, you know, coming out from the federal government. We've, there's been public warnings and, you know, from FBI, DHS, but publicly I have not seen any warnings of a specific threat. Now, I've got an article up here from Forbes uh, about this, and this is a couple of days old. Um, it goes into uh, just kind of the overview, talking about the killing of Qasim Soleimani back on January 3rd. It, it just the immediate kind of backlash that came out outside of just some potential physical response was a cyber response along with that. And that is kind of par from what we've seen from Iran. And there's a number of Iranian-backed advanced persistent threats or APTs either fully supported through the Iranian government or sponsored non-nation state type of groups. They're out there. So just want to make sure I'm not downplaying the, the capabilities of Iran. Now, really where it comes down to what are the exact threats? What should we be doing to prepare ourselves? And that's either personally or through our companies to defend against a potential threat. And there's just a lot of information out there. Some of it good, some of it not good or not so good. Into this particular article, and this is just one of the ones that I was able to get to without having a a paid subscription. Uh, In the article, it says, In the week since Salamani, there have been around 35 organizations attacked by cyber offenses, quote-unquote, specifically traced to Iran state-sponsored hacking groups. Now, here's one of the things we've got to be careful about is it, and this is those of you in a cyber defensive mode is, and hopefully you you know this, or even those of you that are not more cyber related, just because it has an Iranian IP address, that can be spoofed. That doesn't mean anything. So, oh, hey, it's got an I, Iranian IP. It must be from Iran. Not necessarily. They're really, and I hope, and I, knowing some of the, the cyber researchers out there, that they're looking at the behaviors, looking at similar 
And I say signatures in the way of how these attackers move, kind of their profile, not so much an electronic signature or the the signatures that we think of when we're looking at viruses and malware. Kind of just want to make sure I distinguish that that term because it can have a couple of different meanings. This potential attack, the things that we should be thinking about, regardless of if it's Iran or another group, whether they're a criminal group or nation state group, the threat is real. We need, as individuals, need to take some precautions in our companies. We need to make sure we're following basic cyber hygiene stuff, the basic blocking and tackling. And I'm not saying this to scare everybody or anyone or trying to add into the hype. But if a nation state really wants to come after you, even some of the largest companies, there's not a whole lot they can do. But that doesn't mean we should not take personal accountability and responsibility for what we're doing. Make it a little bit harder for them. Make it harder for these other folks, these criminal groups, to take advantage of us, get the information that they want, do damage. We still should be doing those basic things. But really, as I kind of wrap up this little mini episode, is I really wanted to say, hey, I'm still here, not going anywhere. And two, just to start the conversation of what is the real threat? What should we be doing? And working on a, a bit of a series, if you will, of the hype and wading through all of the, the noise in the news media on what's real and what's not. So this is something as we get into the general election and then are the primaries and then the general election will I have a feeling will be used politically by those against the current administration to try to influence <laughs> how we see this. Now, you know, as far as Soleimani goes, dude was bad dude. Absolutely no way around it. Is this world better off without having that type of evil in this living and in in this time period, I'd say absolutely this guy, him not breathing anymore, probably is better for all of us. It's unfortunate that we have to wade through our own political propaganda that's being put out there. So I, I just hope that I can do my part by not adding to the mess, not adding into one political side or another, but get to the truth. What's the truth about the the potential threat? And we do have to keep in uh, in the back of our minds that a real major cyber response, if they're smart and it, and we have to be patient for, is something a month or more down the line if it's going to come. So we have to be vigilant at all times. The other thing we do have to worry about is another adversary taking advantage of this tension and making a move 
and making it look like it's Iran. So either as a diversionary tactic or to try to conflate the ongoing tensions between us and Iran. From a military perspective, strategy, global standpoint, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, I hope nothing actually happens from this, but I just think history will will look back on this and hopefully that there's no major issues. Again, not all for the U.S. not getting in another conflict. We're stretched too thin on that front anyway. We've been involved in the Middle East for far too long. So I I hope that the tensions settle. But I I think from that perspective of looking at this from, you know, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, it'll be interesting to see how all of these chess pieces were played and then the outcome. Hopefully, 15, 20 years from now, we're still not dealing in the Middle East like we have been for the last 20. So anyway, I want to thank you guys for being patient with me. Thank you for the continued support. I look forward for this year. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that will happen. I hope that you guys keep listening, keep sharing, keep the the support up. If you want to get a hold of me, join in the conversation. Go to the website at cybernowpod.com. The Facebook page is there. We're still on Twitter. We're on Instagram. There's a number of ways to get a hold of me, either through the show or personally. You can reach me directly on Twitter at the underscore Polititech. You can email me at nick at the Polititech.com. If you would, do me a huge favor. Go to iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or the number of other podcasting platforms that are out there. Subscribe, rate, review, and then finally, don't forget to share the show. I promise I will continue this conversation and others as we get into 2020. It's going to be an interesting news year for sure. We haven't even discussed the whole impeachment yet because I think there's some potential cyber information, propaganda stuff that will happen as, again, we get closer into the primaries and general election. But until the next time, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.